the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons sitting on the porch here at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevard Road, and uh, it is busy. A lot of your gardening friends are here uh, doing some shopping and celebrating Millburgers' big 39th anniversary. Uh, with uh, lots of savings, and the San Antonio Rose Society is here. So uh, it's a great day to come on by. Uh, chances are you know somebody that's out here. Lots of dogs today. It's kind of weird, but lots of cute dogs. So anyway, all right, 308-8867. That's our number, 308-8867, and toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Gentlemen, how are you? We're great. Everybody made it back from Floresville? And we did. Good. Calvin? Yeah. Then I had a, Are you hearing okay? Good program this morning on uh, spring gardening. Uh, t- 25 folks at Dream Hill Estates. It was a great discussion. A lot of fun. Everybody took a uh, couple of tomato transplants, including one of the H- HM1823s, mm-hmm. to give them a try. And uh, there's a few people getting tomatoes here today. Oh, yep. Among everything. A few? Yeah. Lots Um, and lots of. I saw the Milberger's new butterfly garden is almost completely planted over there. Oh, good. Yeah. So so when do we have a grand opening day? Yeah, I don't know when uh, we'll do that. But soon, I suspect. Well, good. All right, well, our number is 308-8867, 308-8867. The San Antonio Rose Society is here. They've got a big uh, brown tent that they have set up, and you just come on by and talk to them about gardening. They're in the roses, uh, and there are lots of beautiful roses over there uh, by the uh, the front of uh, where you drive in. Uh, there's parking, by the way, in the front and in the back, so don't worry about it. There's plenty of parking, uh, even though it may seem busy, but... Uh, yeah, so people are just going by and they're visiting with the Rose Society and uh, and talking to them and uh, answering or asking their kind of the Rose questions. The nice thing about this is this is one-on-one help, so you can come talk to them. They will uh, uh, answer any and all of your questions. They love talking about roses, so it's not a presentation, uh, but it is uh, their. Uh, uh, they're just talking to you about how to grow roses in San Antonio, and that can be any question that you have. Okay, so 
I love it when I see a picture that I took that I don't remember taking, but I know I took. Did you get credit for it? Yeah. All right. Uh, Kevin wrote a nice article in today's paper on in my essay section, Sebacca section C, and uh, talking about the begonias. Hard winter, too tough on wax begonias. In other words, it's, it usually it just knocks them back to the ground, but uh, this year I'm afraid that they're not coming back. A lot of them are not. Yeah, I think I had about, I don't, I don't know how many. Out of the 40 I had planted, I had about three come back. Three. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And none of the, none of the whoppers. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, but, uh, they're, gosh, uh, the whoppers, I planted them, uh, when I, Milberger's had them last weekend already, yeah. and I, I planted them. They look good. And, uh, plants are nice. A lot of people over there buying them. Oh, yeah. Well, they're, they're. They're, they're supposed to be an annual, Calvin. You know, I mean, you only. I know, but we've been see. spoiled with the. I know it. You, the wax, better, with the wax begonias. three or four years, in these mild winters we yeah. have. Well, they're a good. I know this is one. Of, it's one of your favorites, Jerry, and it's a. Uh, it's relatively drought tolerant. It's uh, not quite in the same league as uh, Vinca, but it's. But it is uh, pretty good and signals you when it needs water. Yeah. And it... Uh, Leaves turn a little. Always has hey, been pretty cold tolerant, too. Yeah. yeah. So... And it, 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 it like cool cool temperatures. Uh, Don't we all? But it, but it can, but it can uh, tolerate uh, hot temperatures, too. Yeah, and I mentioned in there, and I think we've emphasized in the past, if you get them in early... They do pretty well in the sun. They don't do much growth. Right, right. But they'll hang on and survive, if it's, especially if you're able to water them. But uh, yeah, the, be- that, the best place is uh, in um, partial shade. Yeah, they they became the the little the little ones. <laughs> now we got the whopper as the big ones, and the uh, the. Uh, uh, Regular begonias uh, that that we so used to as a small one, but they became famous. The red leaf one, when the red leaf one came out, uh, they became famous because they would uh, <laughs> they they would you plant them early early in the spring as possible, and let them get as big as possible because in the summer. In, in direct sun or whatever, they quit they quit growing, and they want to die. Well, when they start dying or going back, that foliage turns a brilliant red. So that's that's the way begonias really got got famous for that red color they have in the summer. Now the problem with that is the plant still looks like it's dying or stressing. Uh, stressing would be the better word than dying. Uh, so, so they're they're good for display, displays, where you don't see the individual one. This whopper, now it's because I, I don't I don't know how it's performed in direct sun, direct hot sun. Uh, yeah, I didn't. But, I used it in yeah, some in pretty deep shade. It did really well in the deep shade. Oh, good. And uh, then some partial sun along, but it was a. Uh, Afternoon sun when it did hit them. Oh Lord! And they did fine. 
Okay. But that was this last year. I don't. They they produce specimen flats. In other words, close to look, look close to look at, and lots lots of blooms. So uh, big blooms. So they're 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 quite an improvement on the on the uh, smaller begonias that we used to have. But I still like that that uh, medium sized begonia. That, uh, uh, Fibrous rooted is what we used to call them. Uh, uh, wax begonias. Wax begonias uh, is what we used to call them. So it's an improvement on a wax begonia. It's called Whopper. But uh, that sure is a good picture I took. <laughs> I, I, know, I know I took it because it's... it's <laughs> Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's in, it's in the greenhouse. Uh, that a little bit, will you, it's in the greenhouse, and uh, and I know I took it. I remember where I took it, but I don't remember. I don't know. I don't remember submitting it to the paper, or how I got to the paper. But anyway, a lot of a lot of great things on sale. Uh, they got a lot of tomatoes available. I can sort it here. I just and. Uh, and the citrus, the citrus is the big deal, because they've got citrus out here, <coughs> wholesale price. Yeah, the sale. wholesale price. On the lemons and limes, good. Fifteen eighty-eight, I think. I, I'm reading. Over, can I? Can you read that over yeah, there? Yeah, fifteen eighty-eight, and it's. Uh, and it's big. It's nice, big stuff. It's not all citrus, but I think it's lemons and lime. I'll check. Is it all citrus? Yeah. <laughs> Lemon and lime are citrus, Mel. No, no, I know, but. Well, someone might come here looking for satsumas at 1588. And yeah. Then they're looking for satsumas. Okay, but I don't think the satsumas are 1588. No, no. Okay. That's, uh, that's what I was checking. Uh, that that's cheap enough because because the uh, the limes took it this year. Uh, that the limes took the free. I think I think we're gonna have to start growing limes almost as annuals. Oh. Kind of like well, kind of like kind of that... like the begonias. Yeah. Now, some years you make it, but some years you, you could. I had one gar, garden. We're on the radio. That's okay. You want to be on That's the radio? Did you, you were looking for the Rose Society? Were you looking for the Rose Society? They're right in the big brown tent. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I had one person at that program this morning that said their limes finally have sent some sprouts. Right? Mine, mine haven't sent anything yet. Right. I've, I've come to the conclusion there. They'll grow, they grow fast if they sprout yeah. up from the bottom. But, uh, and they're, you know, they're, always, rooted, they're rooted cuttings, aren't they? They're not, they're not grafted, limes or not. No, I don't think, no. Last time they... But I keep shaking the roots, and the roots are really firm in there, so I don't... Just all, I'm not exactly sure that the roots are dying so or dead. Well, quit shaking it. No one is not coming up. That's they're trying to get motivated. It needs to be motivated. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Calvin wrote such a long article they had to put it on the inside of the file. Did you see your influence on what what you've done to people? What's that? Here's from the from Millburgernursery.com from the ad page. Myers lemon, Mexican lime, save sixty percent. Two of our most popular citrus trees for container growing. Attractive, easy to grow with fragrant white flowers and copious amounts. All right, of delicious limes and lemons. Copious. I don't think I ever heard. I heard the word. I knew what it meant. I don't think I heard anybody really use it. And now you've gotten so. There you go. You've got into ads, huh? Yep. Twelve-inch pot, fifteen eighty-eight. 
Well, some some people. <laughs> Did you have a question, sir? Can we ask it on the air? Or? Oh, okay. Some some some. Hang on a sec. Some people actually wonder what copious means. So Forrest Appleton has oh. has defined copious. <laughs> oh, good. He made up the defa- definition. Yeah. Uh, you got a, We got a question in. It says, "What does Doctor Parsons mean by <laughs> copious amounts of Osmocote for plus for celebrity tomatoes? I don't want to burn them." Now, first of all. You can almost, uh, it's a little extreme, but grow plants in straight osmocote. So you can't, you basically cannot overuse osmocote. People. It's well, it's well drained, but uh, yeah, doesn't have much holding. It's well drained <laughs> uh, because the the fertilizer is is released at at, at such a slow pace. But anyway, Forrest jumps in there and says, Susan, he may be correct. He may, <laughs> he may correct me. Uh-oh, he may correct me, but here's what I would I wouldn't do that. Be. If you are planting up transplants for your garden, I recommend that you use one gallon size container. That's what we're talking about, potting them up for, to grow a larger plant. And mix two tablespoons of Osmocote into the potting mix. <laughs> that's that's for uh, wimps. Is that is that your correction to that, Forrest? That's wimps. Is that you may be correcting? Okay. <laughs> but that's a that's a good uh that's a good starting point. Yeah, Forrest and I think a lot alike. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to grow your tomatoes in containers, the bigger the better. The bigger the better containers if we have to grow tomatoes in. I recommend that you use the same ratio of osmocote. To gallon of potting mix. Oh, okay. That's a gallon. That's just a gallon. That's, that's just a too, gallon. Yeah, that's pretty reasonable. Yeah, that's pretty reasonable. I'm unreasonable. Uh, yeah, we're talk- <laughs> if we're talking about a, a bigger container, yeah, it can take a little bit more. So you figure out how many gallons is your, uh, you, you have in that larger container, how many gallon containers uh, worth of mix you have in there, and then you use two, two tablespoons per gallon. Uh, that 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 gives people a, a way to go. I recommend that you use the same ratio of osmocote to gallon of potting mix. Then you will need to fertilize them once a month using two tablespoons of osmocote spread on the surface of the potting mix. Now there's where he jumped the rails on that. When you use osmocote, because if you read on the instructions, it's a it's a uh, four to five month release so you don't use osmocote as a slow release you don't use osmocote to side dress with well wait a minute because it's such a long release why why doesn't that let's explore that though why doesn't that make sense because your plant is much bigger consumption is much bigger it's 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 copious may mean it doesn't all have to be on there at once it may mean that it's it's uh, the total nutrients are just a large. You know what I'm saying? Can you slap him for where you sitting there? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to give Osmocote, you the same response as Forrest. coat is a slow release. Like I said, a four to five month slow release fertilizer. And it's even even, uh, even even each evenly month. evenly distributed. And but. 
the plant is capable of consuming much more three months down the line than it is right now. Yeah, but it's evenly distributed. Yeah, when but, you use uh, copious amounts like I do, mulch with it, you you're not going to run out of fertilizer. Is what I'm saying. That forest's scheme might be more efficient in terms of the utilization of the. This Shut up! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to make something out of it. This uh, this lo- this logic logic always throws him down. But anyway, that's, him and the president. That, that's what that's what uh, uh, Forrest is recommending, and that, that's a good good. Uh, the yeah. well, the research has proven that when you use a, a slow release fertilizer like that, that uh, that you're right, you you get peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys. So the actual best way to do it is use uh, copious amounts of uh, fertilizer osmocote to begin with. Use a little more than he's prescribing. Yeah, use a little more than he's prescribing. And then use a water-soluble fertilizer probably uh, every uh, once a week at least. And that the, the water-soluble fertilizer takes care I'm, of the I'm, stuff in the valley. I know he's getting a commission from the fertilizer <laughs> I do. I do. Every, monthly. <laughs> you see the miracle I, I, or, or weekly, if you use it weekly. Did I'll you wear, see the big miracle grow truck he was pulling? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, wear, I'll wear my Osmocote coat for <laughs> yeah, y'all uh, next week. That'll be great. Thank you. <laughs> All right. What else on that? Nice cues, Are man. we okay? I want to get this man's question, so okay, we're yeah. going to take a break. Yeah. I'm going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867. 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866 more of the big anniversary celebration here at Millburgers right after this on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. This weekend, it's the first weekend of Millburgers Anniversary Celebration. Millburgers is celebrating 39 years of providing San Antonio gardeners with the plants, products, and professional advice they need to create a wonderful garden. And if you know anything about Millburgers, you know the anniversary is the time to save. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings on Texas superstar roses like Belinda's Dream, Grandma's Yellow, Red, Pink, and Sunny Delight Knockout and Double Knockout Roses, all on sale in the two-gallon container for just $16.88. This weekend, you'll save on begonias, $0.98 cents each in the 4-inch pot. Impatience, $0.88 cents each in the 4-inch pot. Boston Hanging Ferns, Blue Plumbago, Herbs, Meyer Lemon, and Mexican Lime. You'll save 60%. They're on sale in the 12-inch pot for just $15.88. You'll find these and more on sale at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Happy anniversary! The Family Tradition returns on Saturday, April 8th. Thomas J. Henry Injury Attorneys presents 9.30 a.m. The Answers Egg Extravaganza Easter Egg Hunt at Trader's Village on Southwest Loop 410. Four Easter Egg Hunts for different age groups, over 30,000 eggs, and lots of door prizes. It all begins at 10 a.m., and it's a free event. Sponsored by Country Home Learning Center, Rainbow Play Systems, and La Petite Academy. More details at 9.30 a.m. TheAnswer.com. 
If you have an annuity or are thinking about getting an annuity, then listen up. All annuities are not the same. Robin Hoppus, president of Big State Financial, may be able to add income to your retirement years. While some annuities can help protect your assets in a volatile market, having the wrong one could cost you thousands. Don't let this happen to you. Call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000 to learn how you might qualify for a guaranteed 20% bonus to your retirement income value. This 20% bonus is for a limited time only. The number to call is 210-373-6000. Remember, all annuities are not the same, so call Big State Financial today to learn about the best annuity for you and how you may qualify for a guaranteed 20% bonus on your retirement income value. An annuity can be a great alternative to market losses, and it can be a useful strategy for transferring wealth. Call Big State Financial now to learn about this limited time offer. The number is 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000. Or visit them online at BigStateFinancial.com. And now, a word from Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. Hi, I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. And we at Bob Jenkins say safety is our first concern. As stewards of the environment, we believe in protecting the ecosystem by defending and protecting your home from pests and keeping your lawn healthy and weed-free. Wait a minute. I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services and we take pride in our customer service and have for over 30 years. It's no wonder we at Bob Jenkins have won the Super Service Award 10 years in a row. I'm sorry, but I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. When you call me, Bob Jenkins, we'll find and fix the problem you're having. If it's rodents, insects, stinging bugs, or if you need help killing weeds and bringing your lawn back to life, Bob Jenkins is the answer. Call Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services today and ask about their 20% off special on lawn fertilization and weed control and $20 off a lawn aeration. Two ten. 979-PEST, JenkinsPest.com. I'm Bob Jenkins, and we are making San Antonio's lawns green again, and I approve this message. Hugh Hewitt sees a new horizon for American businesses. A lot of Americans are beginning to hire in anticipation of repealing the 50-employee number in the uh, Obamacare. Obamacare has been killing the economy for eight years. Like a big, wet blanket on someone trying to move. Like uh, running a race with 50-pound weights around your leg. That's what a business owner's had to deal with, with Obamacare, and it's all Almost gone. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, or come on out to Millburgers. Come celebrate with all your friends who are out here enjoying a great day at Millburgers with the uh, Sweet Adelines, the San Antonio Rose Society, and lots of great opportunities for you to get some plants, for you to begin to do your spring gardening. Uh, some terrific sales that we just mentioned a little while ago. 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Can you tell us what he won the question, or was it like a private thing? It was a private thing. I'm sorry. He's growing, he's growing uh, spinach. He's uh-huh. trying to grow spinach seed, coho spinach seed. Oh, okay. And uh, he he had a, I think it was a female plant. I was telling him, I don't think he quite understood that the, the spinach has male and female plants. And uh, the the male is the one that jumps up and has the has the uh, flowers on it first, and then the female stays kind of small. But uh, he was just looking for the uh, he was just looking for the uh, uh, the the how how to how to tell when the seed was ready. 
Oh, okay. And uh, that's his first year he tried to save seed. How do you tell when the seed is ready? When they get ready. Oh, okay. When they turn That's black. M- so it's much easier. Little, than a little black seed on them. <laughs> Does it like blue bonnets for you? No, 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 no. Okay. They're not that big. No. They're little, little things. The, uh, speaking of blue bonnets, <clears throat> they're beginning to bloom. Uh, they are. They are everywhere. Yeah. I, I, uh, I got a call from uh, John Thomas the uh, day, day before yesterday, I guess it was. Or was it yesterday? I don't know. But anyway, he says uh, things are looking pretty good up there. Uh, he says uh, every, everything looks looks to be about a week or ten days early. Oh. Uh, <coughs> if you want to go up and look at blue bonnets up in the hill country because of the weather condition. But the uh, the uh, uh, they're going to be a little bit early. You know, they are, they usually open there. The Wildflower Center uh, 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 really had their big promotion in first week in April. Oh, so uh, they're they're about a week early this year. But uh, not everything is really. My Coreopsis haven't been in blooming yet, which in usually yeah, things are different. And 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 interesting, the blue bonnets are are different stages in different areas. Uh, I mean. You know, they were just coming up when we were going to Florida yeah. last week. They were just coming up in the highway, uh, highway median. And uh, uh, so, and, and then I've seen some places that they're already producing seed. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, in some of our plantings, uh, and we direct seed them, but... Uh, I think I think it depends on the on the fertility that they had, and and of course the the rain was spotty too, so also the rain that they had. Uh huh. And they're each each one is an individual hybrid too, so they right right yeah they they have different different growth slopes bloom bloom slopes make a difference too. So what makes the difference? Slopes. slopes. Oh yes, yeah, slopes. Really. really. Oh yeah, all all those factors Jerry mentioned are are different on a slope than they are on a level. Yeah. You know the moisture and the heat. So they do better on a slope, or it they do worse? On, depends on the weather again. Yeah. Oh, if it's hot. They'll uh, be faster, on the, and, and if there's enough moisture. But Sometimes they usually do better on a slope because in a low place the weeds grow. Yeah, Com- competition. Oh. weeds allow compete them. But uh, on a slope, usually they they can stay up with uh, the weed population and whatever's there. So is that why they seem to do better along the side of the road than deeper they, in the? They do. They do so much better on the side of the road. If you notice, uh, especially during droughty periods, uh, they they grow right along the edge of the road. Yeah. And that's because they get the condensation that drains off the road on, so they get more moisture. Even in those little trace, yeah, trace rainfalls, you get right at the edge of the road, you get a little accumulation. Right. That's interesting. Very cool. Yep. uh, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna have a pretty nice blue bonnet show. Yeah, because the the weed. Well, I was saying the weeds are not. 
taken over. Then I thought of the rescue grass and the <laughs> and uh, oh, your favorite bed straw. Yeah. I raked. I raked bed straw. And you know, and actually, you, you asked me how it does with the mower, and I was thinking it didn't, but it does pretty well. It mows pretty easily. Oh, it doesn't mat up under there. No, it doesn't no. seem to be. Not as bad as this lush mine rescue does. grass. Yeah. Is. The mine just gets mushy, and it it seems to like stay all the moisture. There must be a lot of moisture under the bed straw oh, yeah. because when you mow it, either you can see the mower. Like you'll go from the St. Augustine, and you don't see your mower wheels tracks, and then you mow that, and you can see the tracks where. Do you have any dayflower at your place? Uh, that's really lush with. with Purple. Yeah, and then blue flowers. And uh-uh. yeah. Now that is, if you string mow that, yeah, yeah, you get covered be. with <laughs> It's like mud, you know, running the string mower in the, into the pond. I looked behind me and it scared me. I'm sorry. You shouldn't be all, afraid. All hey, these Sally. Pe- all these people sneaked up behind me. They did. Uh, we mentioned that the Sweet Adelines were here, and you guys are going to be here from uh, noon to one. So, Sally, introduce yourself and then tell us a little bit about what's going on. Well, what's going on is we are here singing our special kind of barbershop harmony. We're just singing to the flowers and the trees and to the scads of people. I know. You should see. It's just wonderful. The flowers are blooming and people are just as friendly as they can possibly be. And, and we didn't see you at Christmas, but, but we're seeing you here at this time, but... So you're not doing Christmas carols, obviously. Well, not today. No. Right. <laughs> no. But we do have a Millburgers theme song. Get out of town. Even though it isn't set to Jingle Bells. Uh-oh. No, I know. That's exciting. That forced you to kind of do the... Yeah, do something night. a little bit different. I like this. Well, what is, so, what is, what, so what have you been singing? What, what's the repertoire for today? Do well, you have a, we've been singing Lava, Texas. Oh, really? Yeah, we've been singing the Ella Rose of Texas, and the Eyes of Texas Are Upon You, and, you know, going back to Houston, and... Cool. Yeah, oh, Very yeah. cool. Yeah, you're sorry you're stuck up here. You can't. I know. <laughs> it's okay. No, we we love the Texas flowers, and of course, you here have all the things that can grow right here in Texas, which is really cool. And before we have you sing, tell us about the organization. Well, we are we sing all of our harmony in barbershop. I know men started the barbershop harmony many years ago, but the women have joined in and really uh, enjoy this four-part harmony. And what's cool about singing it is that if you happen to be someone who sings the melody, you get harmony on top as well as below you in sound, so you're not always stuck up there on top. We're surrounded by harmony. I don't know what she's talking about. That's <laughs> you know sad. Well, those of you who I don't sing know a whole you... lot of melody, I guess, would have a problem. Yeah, we're... Oh, no, Calvin, we're... How much no Mel- Melon's got a good voice, but... Yeah. How much my, melody are my you da- my, uh, my daughter cured me of singing a long time oh. ago. When, when she was eight in the church, she said, Dad, why don't you just move your lips? So, oh. <laughs> such a, I never liked her since. <laughs> you broke your heart. Oh, Ended your singing career. Yeah. So, y'all, um, if somebody's interested in being a part of the organization. Well, we uh, meet every Tuesday night at the Oxford Methodist Church. It's on Hebner Road. Okay. And we're there at 7 o'clock. Y'all come. So That'd be really cool. How, how good or bad do they have to be? Would you sing in the shower? Yeah. There you go. Well, okay. I'm sorry. You would not. No, I would not work. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well. I mean, there is a limit to our, our membership. <laughs> Generosity of membership. <laughs> but y'all, so. what we ask people to do is, is come on and, and sit in and listen with to us and sing with us a day or two and figure out whether or not you'd like to be a member. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. And then if they 
And they decide whether you're good enough or they toss you out. They sing, They put you in the lip syncing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Way in the back. Yeah. Way in the back. All right. Well, where, where, what, what do you want to do now? Uh, we'd like to sing to you. Okay. We do that better than anything. That's true. Okay. And here is for Milberger's anniversary. Texas feel to it too. Very good. Well, thank you guys. So y'all going to be performing here, and so we're here for another half an hour. So y'all good. come on down. Thanks, Sally. It's really wonderful. Thanks a bunch. All right, 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Number to call. Hey Trace, are you coming over to talk with us? Uh, shortly. Oh, okay, shortly. All right. Are Todd, are you coming to sing? <laughs> that's fine that's fine we're okay all right well let's tell you what we're going to take this opportunity to take a quick break while we do you give us a call at 308 8867 more of milberger's gardening south texas coming up on 9:30 a.m the answer Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. This weekend, it's the first weekend of Millburgers Anniversary Celebration. Millburgers is celebrating 39 years of providing San Antonio gardeners with the plants, products, and professional advice they need to create a wonderful garden. And if you know anything about Millburgers, you know the anniversary is the time to save. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings on Texas superstar roses like Belinda's Dream, Grandma's Yellow, Red, Pink, and Sunny Delight Knockout and Double Knockout roses, all on sale in the two-gallon container for just sixteen eighty-eight. This weekend, you'll save on begonias, 98 cents each in the four-inch pot. Impatience, 88 cents each in the four-inch pot. Boston Hanging Ferns, Blue Plumbago, Herbs, Meyer Lemon, and Mexican Lime. You'll save 60%. They're on sale in the 12-inch pot for just $15.88. You'll find these and more on sale at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Happy anniversary! Galactic Greetings to thee. I am David Gramillion on a continuing mission to help you get your geek on. Saturday night at 11, 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Get your geek on with Dave Gramillion on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Del Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, 
Cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Every Sunday at 4 p.m., you'll learn how to stay cool in the summer, warm in the winter, and save a furnace full of money when you hear the expert advice on the John Wayne AC Radio Show. Join host Glenn Slade this Sunday at 4 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, I'm Jono. And I'm Pammy. After more than 10 years of serving South Texas as Delightful Blinds, we've grown to serve you better. We've changed our name to Delightful Decors, Blinds, Shutters, Floors, and more. And we invite you to our brand new showroom at 3009 and 35 in shirts without the big box environment and no beeping forklifts. But even after opening our new store, we still come to you. Delightful Decors is your cozy local mom and pop one-stop shop for all your installed foundational home decor projects. And we carry the top name brands of blinds, shades, drapery, and shutters. Check out our PowerView motorized treatments that allow you to operate your shades from your phone. And now, through April 14th, you can save $100 or more with our Hunter Douglas Energy Smart Style Savings Event. Get, Get delighted with, with Gary and Dave at Climate Magic get it. When they started Climate Magic in 1985, it was a partnership they knew would succeed with San Antonio families if they stuck to the basics when it came to servicing air conditioners and heaters. Climate Magic will always super serve you. They know if they take care of you, you'll take care of them with repeat business and good referrals. That's what's kept them in business for over 30 years. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic share the values of our great city. Dave is from San Antonio, and Gary stayed here after serving our country in the military. Both Gary and Dave have degrees in air conditioning and heating. They stay up to date on the latest changes, and they pass on that education to their seasoned pros and on to you, as Climate Magic has always had the heart of a teacher. Here's the deal. Climate Magic knows there's a lot of AC companies in town, but they're in it for the long haul. No gimmicks or games or sales pitches. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic want to serve you and take care of you when there's an emergency. Here's the number to put in your phone and on your fridge. It's 340-8240. That's 210-340-8240 for Climate Magic. ClimateMagic.com. Texas License 1531C. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number is 308-8867. It's a big anniversary celebration here at Millburgers. The Rose Society is here. The Sweet Adelines are here, too. You heard them singing. And so uh, we have the Fiesta City Chorus of Sweet Adelines. And so uh, we're having a great time. Ty Chisholm's here. He's bringing a friend up. going to tell us about a program that he has... Uh, uh, with for urban gardening in San Antonio. We'll find out more about that, plus a bunch more. So give us a call. Be a part of the show at 308-8867, or come on by and talk with us. We're at uh, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. It is crowded, but there's still lots of parking, so uh, come on by and uh, and visit with us at the nursery at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We need hey, to- they, they say they got Grandma's Yellow over there mm-hmm. and Belinda's Dream. Huh. You know, I wasn't able to get, uh, when I picked up the rose, roses for the South Texas uh, Home Garden and Environmental Show, they, Grandma's Yellow was uh, all gone. Uh, and, of course, uh, they said they had knockout, but by the time I got there, they had yeah. eliminated it. The, those roses are doing so well out there. Everybody's seeing them. And, and, uh, there's, a, there's a reason that Grandma's Yellow was all gone. 
wide net. People, they sold it out. People buy it. That's they, what it's that, a pretty rose. That's the whole. That's what I was um, saying. I know. But, but, uh, what do you think? You, what do you, you think of this kind of thing, though? When they take an order, and you drive all the way to <laughs> Brenham. Oh, he's bitter. He's bitter. He's upset. That's a long way to go. Yeah, it is. And then, then, then say, oh, by the way, we don't have any of those anymore. So that was that's a little tough. He's upset about that. Um, we need to thank but, everybody that uh, came to see us down mm-hmm. in Floresville at the South Texas Home Garden Environment Program. We haven't got the t- final attendance numbers yet, but uh, it was it was good. Uh, Last Chance Forever was a great program. Landscape School was successful. Lots and lots of exhibits, and uh, you got your mil- you got your milkweed seed. Mm-hmm. And uh, lots of kids took home uh, milkweed transplants, uh, native milkweed transplants. Were you able to post the instructions on Plant Answers yet? Or it's coming up? I don't like the instructions. You don't? I read the instructions closely. Why don't you just just edit them and change them to? Um, Well... I didn't know. Uh, I'd almost have to write up a whole new deal. They, they talk about adding soil. I, I mean, I noticed that there's And complex. Cinnamon for, to keep it from uh, <laughs> damping off. And cinnamon. That weird helps. stuff. That helps keep plants from damping off? Cinnamon? No. Okay. No. But put, putting that soil in there. But you could certainly simplify. The, causes it to Simplify them. The uh, instructions. I, 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 I haven't. I need to look on the internet and find find a modern technique to to grow. Uh, so many of the universities have a, a milkweed monarch milkweed research effort going. I think you probably could find three or four. I imagine so. And they yeah they wouldn't they probably would not have cinnamon on the or topsoil. Yeah. So that's an old that's an old old recipe. I mean, the old timers used to use topsoil in their pot in their mixes, but uh, the one the ones that grow the milkweed seed here, uh, and and they the year they do that they use topsoil in there because of crazy stuff like. Uh, they 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 need more alkaline soil, so and they need more alkalinity in the mix. So they they add topsoil to to make it alkaline. And so, oh, just they're tem- well, they're, I, they're, I couldn't put that on planet. They're temper uh, they're temperamental milkweed, and that that's strange because they're so hard to once they're established, they're so hard to yeah. kill. But they're real specific in their requirements as far as. Uh, germination and uh, uh, spreading, producing, you know, they'll they'll grow that first generation, but if the seed is going to take off, you got to have uh, certain conditions. But the, the good news is that the nurseries seem to have figured it out. Yeah, cause there's, and they're, they're not using topsoil. Uh, seeds, seeds, tuberosas everywhere. Sir, did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Here you go. Grab the mic. You'll be on the air. These Memphis guys are so there. nice. He he questions that instead of just giving them the mic, Melvin. I know. Watch it there. I got it. My question is, I live on the bank of the Guadalupe River, and I've got five 36-inch hanging baskets. 
What's the best thing that I can put in there that I don't spend all of my time deadheading and it's going to make those baskets really pop? Begonias. Pardon? Begonias. Is that in full sun or is it in? It's, um, it's under partial. the tree. It gets about three hours of sun. A couple of them's in maybe the shade. But is, uh, is the sun a blast at, in the afternoon or is it? No, it's early morning. Oh, good. Yeah, begonias. A little bit of late afternoon. Just, but it's uh, when the sun is really setting around five, five thirty. There's a little angle sun coming in there. You know what else, Jerry? Looks good in those is the uh, the spreading lantana, that lavender. Have you ever tried that too? No, I haven't. Well, I'm I've um, I've been putting. Uh, Coleus and other things in there that yeah. I just uh, yeah, they coli- fill it up. They make it look good, but yeah, um, coleus is certainly not a easy to care for thing. And so, but uh, begonias. Um, looks good to me. I mean, how many am I going to have to put in? What size? Well, this one or two. <laughs> if you if you use the big ones, the whopper. I think just one. I just put I put one in a 14-inch clay pot. I put uh, two in a whiskey barrel and they fill it up. Yeah, these are almost as big as a whiskey barrel because they're 36 inches across. You could they put, weigh about 400 pounds once they're full and and hung. Uh, they're monsters. You could put three in there then. Yeah. They'd fill it up really quick. You, these are unbelievable, these Whopper begonias. Are they still on sale? Oh, let me look. I know begonias are. Regular begonias yeah. are, but I don't, I don't think Whopper. I don't are. think the Whoppers are, but they're. As long as I just don't have to spend all of my time because. No, they, these are clean. They bloom and then drop their blooms clean. Well, that works for me because I just spent days and weeks. It seems like my life's dedicated to deadheading and. What were you deadheading? I'm oh I've tried everything. Oh okay. Begonias to you name it and I put them in there. You don't you, no, don't, you don't deadhead the begonias but yeah. 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 Uh, you may want you, you, you may want to try those. Those are they're pretty spectacular plant. It's a Texas superstar. Now the only thing about it is every year I have to put annuals in there because every year that coconut grass between the birds the squirrels and. Uh, uh-huh. Just the deterioration. Yeah, I have to replace that coconut grass, so I have to replant. Yeah, them. these these guys are are basically annuals too. Okay, good. Sounds like it works. Now, I didn't try it. I, I hate to ask this. What about the deer? Are they high enough? No, the deer won't I, bother. I keep them so well nourished that uh, they're uh. fat that uh, <laughs> they just they eat what I put out every oh, day. Oh, you're not oh, like oh okay. So, like my neighbors, uh, I was. I gave him a dirty. This was years ago. I gave him a dirty look. They're out there feeding the deer. He recognized the look and he says, "This us feeding these deer should mean that they'll eat less of your garden." And I said, "No, they'll need salad to go along with that corn you're feeding." <laughs> well, mine mine kind of leave my plants alone. They do a good job of it, and and uh, of course, all I have to do is turn that 130-pound German Shepherd. 
out in the yard and they kind of find another zip code. Is that is that what it takes? My my 15 pound Westie. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't work. Thank you, sir. Uh, Appreciate it. Good Thank night. you. Guys. Let us let us know how those work. We got we got Lonnie on the line at 308 8867. Right, right over there. Hi there, Lonnie. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Thank you much. I'm doing very well, thank you. Um, well, begonia. <laughs> um, yes. I'm calling about some broccoli that I planted. I guess it was in sometime in December. Um, until about two weeks ago, the leaves, the, the span of each individual plant was about three inches, big leaves, but not a sign of any head of broccoli. But then, uh, oh, I guess uh, beginning uh, over a week ago, uh, they began to develop, and they developed very rapidly. And they're now four to five inches in diameter, the the head. And uh, I was just curious, and I, I interspaced some, some onions and side-dressed them, and I was wondering if perhaps the, the broccoli took up a good bit of the fertilizer, and perhaps uh, led to the development of the huge plants, but for a while, no broccoli. Is, is, is that a feasible theory or not? Oh yeah, uh, probably not. Well, what, what, where? Did you get transplants of broccoli from a nursery? Yes, sir, I did. Yes, I did. Do you remember uh, if it was, was it Green Magic or? Yeah, I believe it is Green Magic. Let me. I'm, I'm yeah. here in the in the yard. Let me go check and see. Was well, that? Was well, that? Sorry. Do what? Was it? Were they the plants lush or were they? A Absolutely dry? lush. Yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, that, that's good. They they need a lot of nitrogen, so you'll you'll get a bigger head than you normally would have. And that's four to five inches right now. Is yeah, that that's head. pretty good for yeah, spring. That's for sure. Yeah, it I is saw some the other yes, day. That, that that's what it was. So there, there, it is green magic. Good. It is green magic. Yes. Then I was afraid you had direct seeded some or got some. Uh, no. So there's very I few broccolis that will actually produce a head in the in the in the spring. All of really? them will produce head in the fall. But when we did the testing to find out find that new variety, because they took uh, green comet off the market. Uh, we had 20, 25 varieties of uh, broccoli, and there was only two, two out of the 25 that actually produced a head of broccoli in the, uh, in the spring. And moments so uh, your your broccoli is doing exactly what it should do. Well, it's beautiful, I have to say. Now let me ask uh, you. A- now what 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 you'll have to do is take it. It won't get as big as it would have in the fall. But what, what you watch it, and you watch the beads, what we call the beads, the little flower heads on the, on yes. the top, of the part that right. you eat. Yes, yes. And, and when they begin to loosen up, or you can see those individually, at this time of the year, you have to go ahead. And that's as big as that broccoli head will get. Right. So you have to cut it then off. Then you have the side shoots. And then you have the side shoots, but not as many and not as big as they would it were in the fall. And he could, if he's if he's ready to eat it, he could harvest it any time now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. Right. I'm I'm waiting for I'm waiting for my wife to on a day when she does not work so she can prepare them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let Let me ask you a totally unrelated question, having to do with spinach. I know a gentleman came by there and asked you a question, but. This is just kind of an observation I made over the years. 
um, spinach, the first, the first leaves, true, true edible leaves of spinach are nice and, and savoid, and they're rigid. The second, uh, the second picking, so to speak, of the leaves, I notice it's more freely. Why is that? Well, they're they're what we call savoy, uh, yes, or semi savoy, semi savoy. Yes. Uh, the varieties that we, that we put on the market are, are semi savoy. So uh, as they mature, they get more savoy. Uh, it, it's about about the only way I can explain it. So uh, that that's just a maturity form maturity. Uh, the plant's getting older and, and mature. And uh, I, I, I was going to say weather has something to do with it, but I don't, don't really do, I believe it's more plant maturity than weather. I see. Okay. All right. Well, but they're, I, still, they're still good to eat no matter whether, whether they're wrinkled oh, yes. or not, huh? <laughs> That's it's right. stuck in your teeth when they're wrinkled. <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> since you brought spinach up... Uh, We've got to remember that spinach and anybody that has lettuce uh, at this time of the year, they they begin into what we call bolt or have produce a flower head. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, once the once the lettuce bolts and produces a begins to produce a flower head, pull it up. <laughs> the, the, well, it gets bitter. Now, yeah. if you if you have Crawford reseeding lettuce. You you don't want to pull it up. You want it to go ahead and flower, and actually produce seed so that uh, it'll reseed itself next year. Uh, too much trouble. <laughs> no, uh, too much trouble. You just stand there and watch it. <laughs> well, do you have anyway. Do you have Crawford reseeding lettuce? Uh, no. Um, have you well, ever I've heard of things. Crawford reseeding lettuce? Not not really. No, I haven't. Okay. Uh, that that's a lettuce that uh, that we've had on the market here for I, I don't know. How. Seed all all over the place, and in the following year, uh, it at the right time, the lettuce will come up, will germinate and come up. Now we we give away seed, and especially in the fall, here at uh, Millburgers, okay. and uh, and people plant it and and uh, enjoy it. It's a it's a good lettuce, but uh, you have to let let it go. You have to let it bolt or go to flower. Steve Brown produ- is right. produce seeds. Steve Brown hadn't started to bolt yet. And uh, I mean, it was relatively small. Did he just come up volunteer again? Yeah. yeah and, oh, oh no. that's right. Y'all planted some. Yeah, we did, and it was late. He put it in late. Yeah. But I expect that we'll go to see the mine. Mine is generally quite late too. Yeah. To see it's it. it's just started. Well, when, when, when I, I, said, when I, I said, next when... next year try some. Oh well, All maybe right. so. I, I uh, uh, thank you. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. You take care. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. It's Millburgers' first weekend of the big anniversary celebration. They'll be doing it again next weekend. But two weeks every spring, they celebrate their uh, anniversary. This one's number 39. So uh, you can come on by and celebrate with them, the San Antonio. That's longer than we've been on the radio here. I think it has, but not much more. 20. Yeah. So uh, you can come on by and uh, visit with the San Antonio Rose Society. They're here, too. And um, bring your dogs. We have lots of dogs here. And uh, they can come visit with all their doggy friends and uh, visit amongst the plants. See the, the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, all right, 308-8867, 308-8867. Got a couple minutes before you have to go to break. What do we want? I'm excited about this Myers lemon and lemon and Mexican lime. Save 60% off. Yep, 15 That's as cheap as you will ever be able to buy a Myers lemon and Mexican lime. Regularly $40, and they're on sale for $16. So uh, 60% off. And they're they're big mature they're mature plants. So if you happen to lost or thought thought think you lost your Mexican lime or Myers lemon, uh, I doubt if you I, let's see your Myers lemon is coming back from the ground, right? I've got I've got one that two thirds of the of the stems died. It's coming back from the one third, and one just defoliated, and that one is coming back gangbusters over the whole plant and blooming. So anyway, this is a, a great time, and they got uh, whiskey barrels for sale mm-hmm. too, that you can grow the plants in. If you, I, I I think for that for that price, you can use Mexican limes as an annual. That that's a cheaper cheaper price as I've ever seen on citrus. They they used to sell for forty and and fifty dollars a, a piece. Or the satsumas and, and things like that, but uh, this is a, a nursery sale for our anniversary. All right, so you need to come on by and pick it up as soon as possible. Yeah. Uh, lines are moving well. There's a. There, what is it to say? Uh, while they last. Uh huh. While, while they, they last. last. Yep. So, all right, we're going to take a break, and while we do, why don't you give us a call at 308 8867 308 8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Have more of Gardening South Texas coming up in just a moment. We're live here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road, and we're celebrating the big anniversary celebration. Go to millburgernursery.com to find out what's on sale and what's happening, and we'll be right back in just a moment on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Normally, uh, we've uh, already visited with Todd over there at Quality Organic Products, but Todd brought a guest. So we wanted to make sure we had uh, plenty of time to talk to him. Ty Chisholm is here with us at the nursery this time. Hey, guys. Todd, introduce your, uh, yourself and the guest. All right. My name is Todd. I'm, I own, I'm the owner of Quality Organic, and uh, we got a guy that is just phenomenal and wanted to bring him on and put him in, and it's Stephen with a Gardopia. 
Well, hello there. Hi, My Stephen. Name is Stephen Lucky. I'm with Gardopia Gardens. All right, and what are Gardopia Gardens? What is Gardopia Gardens? Well, Gardopia Gardens is a nonprofit. We preach health and wellness through gardening. Our mission is to teach people and communities about the importance of practicing well wellness in their daily lives through gardening, in turn, creating a healthier, more educated, and environmentally sustainable society. Okay, now that that's a great mission statement. Yes, sir. So, okay, so tell us, break that down. Break it down. T right. tell, tell us how that 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 kind so, of Stephen, tell itself. them what you do yeah. in on the east side and the south side in banded uh, areas that has drug and crime. Yeah, definitely. Well, let me just go a little further back. Um, when I was studying biochemistry and nutrition at University of Incarnate Word, um, I was educated about the obesity epidemic that was striking our nation by the CDC. And so I decided that gardening was a great way to address... Be careful now. There's some fat people here. Hey, that's why I'm here. They practice gardening, but they... they but yeah, we're all about 96 years old, and we've done pretty well. Exactly. Every year you add an extra pound. Yeah, but um, because of that, I thought gardening was a great way to get people to grow their fresh organic produce as well as be fit, physically active. And when I was doing my studies and my research, I found out that obesity and poverty were highly linked. And so I thought, yeah. And so I thought that it was a, a great idea to do our work in some of these populations that needed the help. So we went over to the east side of San Antonio, the El Austin Community Center, and we started a youth garden. Okay. And while I was over there, I started to see that a lot of gardens weren't being maintained. And so I thought that Gardopia could really fill the niche for educational residential commercial gardens um, regarding vegetable gardens, having education, making sure that they're well maintained, and making sure that they have that leadership. Because essentially at schools, a teacher's a teacher, a principal's a principal, a custodian's a custodian. None of them have gardener in their job description, right. nor even necessarily um, know about gardening or have the expertise. And so we really come in and we work with these children, we work with adults, and we teach them about gardening. We teach them about healthy eating. We do STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. And uh, what Todd was getting at about a year ago, um, Saha, the San Antonio Housing Authority, received a grant from the Department of Justice called the Burn Grant to reduce crime on the North New Braunfels Corridor. Uh, the North New Braunfels Corridor off of 35 is one of the highest crime areas in San Antonio. Mm. And so there's a lot of vacant lots. There's a lot of buildings that are dilapidated. And so these two vacant lots that essentially were a source of crime and prostitution and killings, they thought that we could do something called SEPTED. Crime prevention through environmental design. So I worked with uh, Will Miles and Brooke Crenshaw to essentially take these two vacant lots and turn them into a garden utopia, gard Gardopia. Um, so we have uh, raised beds. We have 15 raised beds that we adopt out to the community. And then we also have chickens and we have a small greenhouse. Uh, we have a stage where we do different events. We're building an outdoor kitchen. We just got a grant from Greenspace Alliances to really expand on the property. And our main goal is to create a wellness center there on the east side. And it's also sort of our headquarters because three of our school gardens are within a one-mile radius. And then most of our schools are on the east side. We serve Pershing, uh, Washington Elementary, Bowden Elementary. We work with Sam Houston High School, uh, Young Men's Leadership. Um, Carol Head Start, and those are mainly on the east side, and so it's a really good opportunity for us to have soil. We just got 10 yards of the QOP Garden Plus Mix dropped off uh, by Todd, and we want to make sure that we are doing everything organically, and that's why this partnership with Todd is so important for us. Cool. So what, what have you noticed? What kind of results have you noticed toward your goal? Well, um, I will definitely post some pictures to our Facebook of our growth right now, but 
the, I, I, I firmly believe in Malcolm Beck, and when I found out about Malcolm Beck and his partnership with QOP, I knew that they were our source. Um, all of our plants grow very healthy, and I've read Lessons in Nature, and he talks about, you know, a sick person is going to be more susceptible to disease, and it's just like a plant. If you have a healthy plant, then hopefully the, the different types of detrimental insects and the different types of diseases aren't going to be able to attack them as often. And so we have seen with our plants, because we have the highest quality compost, because we're fertilizing them regularly, and a lot of it is from QOP, that we don't have to deal with pests. I haven't had any aphid problems. I haven't had any stink bug problems. Well, better, you better uh, knock on your wood, dear. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as we're using QOP, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Uh, but we have had ex excellent results. We're actually starting San Antonio's first ever vegetable gardening competition. It starts on the spring equinox, which is 320 on Monday, and it runs through the summer solstice, which is 620, and we'll have our gardening awards on 624. And oh, so we want to cool. see who is the best vegetable gardener here in San Antonio. Um, we're going to give away some free compost from QOP for the winners. We have three categories, which are educational gardens, community gardens, and residential gardens. And we're going to be judging by pounds per square foot because we want people to maximize their yield in the smallest amount of space that they have. And then for the overall production winner, we're going to have the Golden Shovel Award. Are they all? Are all the gardens in your Gardopias? Anybody in San Antonio okay. can participate. Yeah, so we can register. The link is online. It's gardopiagardens.org backslash garden uh, dash competition, and registration is open through Monday. Very cool. Okay. What about any other any other benefits? Because your goal was to pr to promote wellness. Yes, sir. Have you noticed anything in, along those lines? Um, so the biggest thing is I have been working at Bowden Elementary since the spring of 2015, and I've work been working at the L. Austin Community Center since the fall of 2013. And so I've been working with students now for going on five years. And it's awesome to see those first graders or second graders that I was working with who are now fifth and sixth graders who are really taking over the garden, taking ownership. When we first started the gardens, I would show up and I'd see tomatoes thrown all over the playground. And now they're wanting to harvest those tomatoes. Now their aim is better, right? <laughs> a little better, right? Or maybe they're doing a better job of hiding it. But no, from you know, we haven't been tracking their BMIs as much as we'd like, or their, or their weight, or their test scores, and things of that sort. But what I've seen is the intrinsic motivation because you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And uh, Ron Finley, he's a gardener in South Central Los Angeles. He says if kids grow kale, kids eat kale. And it's very true, you know, having them be able to plant that seed, see it grow. I grow kale. I still haven't eaten any. But of you're it. not a kid, though. See, <laughs> that's the difference. It's really, it's really nice. It's one of the few coal crops or green crops now that has really kept made it through the freeze in this warm weather. Yes, definitely. Looks spectacular. It does. It does. Yeah. yeah I think it probably tastes the same. Yeah. <laughs> Rutabaga, so you, yeah, yeah that's one of my favorite. Is it? Favorite when does rutabaga grow? They'll eat rutabaga. It's a it's a fancy turnip. Is it? Okay, yeah. so you can pretty much go that year round then. No, well, no. Here you got to go in the winter time. In yeah. the winter, okay. Yeah. I have quite a bit of radish. We have broccoli in the garden. We have squash. We had a lot of. We had about a hundred volunteer tomatoes grow. So if anybody wants to come by Gardopia, we have some free tomatoes for them right now. They. Uh, Essentially, during that freeze when it hit, all of our tomatoes dropped, and then we brought some QOP compost over the top, and all of our garden beds just started sprouting. And so we have more tomatoes than we know what to do with. Very good problem. Cool. All right, so if folks want more information, they can go to our website, gardopiagardens.org, or they can follow us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, which is Gardopia Gardens. You're looking for more volunteers, anything like yes, that? Yes, we need volunteers at our schools because... Um, 
I would say that a lot of the east side, the south side, the west side, although they may culturally um, know about horticulture and gardening, um, as far as the community aspect of it or the educational aspect, it's not as ingrained as it is on the north side, north of Hildebrand. And so I, you know, have taken the Master Gardener course last spring and, and working with the Master Gardeners, want to continue promoting it, working with Green Space Alliances, working with the San Antonio Food Bank, because our vision is to see every school, every house, every restaurant, essentially like in 1944 and 1945, when the Victory Gardens were around, we want to bring that back, and that, that's our eventual goal. You so remember that, Jerry? <laughs> no. <laughs> so how could you not want to get involved, you know? Yeah. It's a great program, and uh, that's the very enthusiastic. Well, and plus, the, plus they're uh, affiliated and working in cooperation with right. a lot of our established organizations, the Master Gardeners and the yep. Green Spaces and uh, your organization. Yep. So, yeah. Well, good luck. Yeah. And uh, thank you. I'm uh, I'm appreciative of being here, and I yeah, thanks, look dude. forward to continue our partnership. Yeah, cool. for sure. Well, thanks, Todd. Anything you need to? Right. No, it's been super busy. I think this is the biggest spring we've ever had, and I want to keep it up and keep going and just uh, keep putting good material out there. That's the that's the key, you know. Well, and uh, folks out there, obviously, as many people are here, here Millburgers are are going gardening, and I mean, we've got flowers and the vegetables. Right. They need to put that compost yep. in those gardens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It helps, exactly. and we got to do it. we got to keep it going. And, and you can get a whole load. Quality Organic will deliver a whole load, and you can just use it as you need it. Yeah, That's the easiest way to do it. Yep. Cool. Well, guys, thank you. Hey, no problem. Uh, quality Organic products open today till 2. Uh, you'll find them on Lookout Road just outside of uh, 1604. That's, that's, oh, okay. Who has, I don't know who has which mic. So you can, there you go. All right. So, uh, and you can call them at uh, 661 210 I, I just needed a little help there. All right. 308 8867 is our number. Thanks. 308 8867. Let's see. We got Sharon on the line. Thanks, man. Hi, Sharon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for waiting. Have, How can we help you? I want to make some pots of flowers, but I want to be able to interchange them. But they're going to be in the full sun. Give me some ideas of what to put in those pots. Full sun. Zinnias will work really well. Um... And I noticed they planted some what, what did she say she wanted to interchange them? What does that mean? Uh, I don't know. Well, where they have to be displayed is in full sun. So oh, I, oh, may, oh, oh. I may make, you know, I'll make some pots, and, and as one gets bad, try to have another one to, to change it out. Oh, yeah. Well, zinnia, zinnias, the thing about zinnias is they grow fast. They bloom, start blooming fast, and you exchange them. Let's see, Jerry. What else? Probably the more manor, mannerly plant that you can use in full sun like very, that. It can't be very tall. It right. has to be short. Would, would be uh, vinca. Vinca. That's what I was thinking about. Vinca, vinca is another periwinkle. They're not as the colors aren't as intense, but they're they're easy to. Uh, they're real tolerant of being moving. Uh, I guess a zinnia is a little <laughs> stiffer, so that may have a little bit of trouble, but. I do zinnias in containers all the time and and move them around. So I think and you, you can get the dwarf ones too. Yeah, or even the the 
the little Greenland here is yeah. a nice one. It gets the 14. What is it? In the Dreamland Zinnia at the nurseries. Oh. Uh, I don't see the. Um, it should be here any day, uh, but that that's a spectacular one. Uh, you can uh, you can also use the begonias. Uh, they are uh, wax leaf begonias. Well, of course, I I. I I think if you if you start them in full, yes. If you if you start them in full sun, they'll they'll do all right in the full sun. Now they have stiff. You got to keep them watered. They've got kind of coarse, stiff stems, so they don't, you know. Do what? If uh, you know if you've got to pack them into any place, or they're they're. I'm just talking about the regular begonias. The little waxy. Waxy begonias. Yeah, but I, I still think they're stiff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you got little, lots of choices. Uh, asparagus fern, you okay there? Oh, yeah. yeah and they're a lot of the choices. Huge. They're on sale here. Um, is there any other plant, like, well, you know how the asparagus fern will grow out and then out and over, um, uh, you know, fall over type? Well, some of the lantanas, that, that purple... Yeah, that little purple lantana. Monte Tervensis, uh, lantana. And that? There are trailing lantanas. Yeah. Trailing. They're real flexible stems, so you can move them around all over, too. Yeah, right. Okay. And they can, they can dry out. You, you don't want the, the upright, you don't want the upright begonia, but you want the. Trailing. The upright uh, lantana. Lantana. And I'm sitting here looking at some, uh, Ruelia. Uh, Ruelia or dwarf Mexican petunia. And they'll, they'll be degrading containers. Come in pink uh, and, and kind yeah, of, Yeah, but they uh, get pretty, they'll get pretty tall, won't they? No, no ma'am. Not, not the dwarf. No? Oh, dwarf, dwarf Mexican petunia. Okay. Well, you, you're thinking about the standard size. Yeah. All you gotta Mexican see is this. These purple blooms when they're blooming, they're purple, blue, and pink. I want to try to keep them under about six, eight inches. That that'll work. That'll do it. Okay. Uh, the zinnias won't. Zinnias will get bigger than that. Yeah. Okay. They they might be. Well, even vinca. Oh, but you can get some small vincas too. You said there was but some dwarf. Dwarf lantana. Yes, we were talking about. What? I thought you said uh, dwarf vincas or periwinkles. Yeah, there's there are some small ver- smaller versions of the cora even of the the laying, but it's still yeah, the, uh, they're hard to find. the The okay. most common one is uh, upright bush. But uh, how tall? Twelve inches. Yeah, twelve to okay. fourteen inches. Alrighty. Yeah, that gives me an idea. All right. Good luck, go Sharon. Good deal. Thanks, Sharon. Okay. You take care. Uh-huh. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. We're going to take a break and come back with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas in just a moment. Now we're, of course, listening to the show on 930 AM. This is The Answer.
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. This weekend, it's the first weekend of Millburgers Anniversary Celebration. Millburgers is celebrating 39 years of providing San Antonio gardeners with the plants products, and professional advice they need to create a wonderful garden. And if you know anything about Millburgers, you know the anniversary is the time to save. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings on Texas superstar roses like Belinda's Dream, Grandma's Yellow, Red, Pink, and Sunny Delight knockout and double knockout roses, all on sale in the two-gallon container for just sixteen eighty-eight. This weekend, you'll save on begonias, 98 cents each in the four-inch pot. Impatience, 88 cents each in the four-inch pot. Boston Hanging Ferns, Blue Plumbago, Herbs, Meyer Lemon, and Mexican Lime. You'll save 60%. They're on sale in the 12-inch pot for just $15.88. You'll find these and more on sale at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Happy anniversary! Hi, Rose. Thanks for coming over for lunch. Come on in. Oh, thanks, Linda, for having me. Wow, it smells like garlic in here. Are you trying to ward off some vampires? <laughs> Not at all. I recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic, so I'm trying to add more into my daily diet. Why don't you just take Kyolic Aged Garlic? What's Kyolic Aged Garlic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is the number one best-selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today. Notice I said odorless. Oh, really? Tell me more. Not only is Kyolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get Kyolic? Kyolic aged garlic extract is available at fine health food stores everywhere. Check out their website at kyolic.com. One, two, three, four. San Antonio is Military City, USA. And 9.30 a.m. The Answer is proud to be a part of the tradition with Military City USA Radio Saturday mornings at 0800 hours. You'll hear from members of our active military, military civilians, and our veterans who have contributed to the brave history of our military. Military City USA Radio, Saturdays at 0800 hours on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. If you are living with arthritis pain in your hip or knees, please listen closely. Have you tried different pain relievers for it but not found relief? You may be interested in participating in one of the various arthritis research studies now underway in the San Antonio area to evaluate potential treatments for arthritis pain. Volunteers who qualify for one of these studies may receive compensation up to $1,000 depending on the study, as well as study-related care for the length of the study and medication or placebo at no cost. So if you suffer from arthritis, hip or knee pain, and would like to learn more about these local studies, please visit oaoptionsnow.com or call 855-477-8977. Remember, the arthritis pain studies in the San Antonio area are at no cost to those who qualify, and compensation may be provided. Call now, 855-477-8977, or visit oaoptionsnow.com. That's 855-477-8977. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. Dr. Finch answering a question off the air. We'll find out what that's all about in just a moment. But you can call us still at 308-8867 or come on by and visit with us. We're having a great time here at Millburgers. Lots of folks out here shopping. Uh, oh, man, look at all the roses he got. My goodness. He's going to have a beautiful garden. Yeah. And I wonder if that's your other yellow or if that's Grandma's. Oops, whoops, Ooh. they're falling off. Uh, that's the other yellow, probably. That's not Grandma's, is it? I don't think so. Grandma's is darker than yeah, darker I think yellow. Yeah, so right, that's a pretty yellow, though. Yeah, that's a pretty cart. <laughs> it's got, oh, I mean, it's got a lot I hope it doesn't tump over. Yeah, well, he, he had a quick problem there. So you you were answering a question about squash. Uh, yeah, I was, and that, and that came up a lot this morning too, in my, the, at the spring gardening program. Uh, Squash fine borers. I mean, summer squash is just, for me, it's always hard to grow here because of the squash fine borers. They find their way. In the old days, we used to do thiodan on the growing point mm-hmm. and seven. Some people try seven. But uh, what I've found is that that uh, tatuma squash, which we've, I haven't checked lately, but we've had seed for here, is... Uh, Tastes the same, and what a what a productive plant. Well, the, when you see Mexican recipes and they call for what is it, calabaza, calabaza. Basically, it's tatuma. That's yeah. tatuma. Yeah. Okay. Although there are, there, I guess there's kind of pear-shaped ones he was describing, but the one that I've gotten used to is kind uh, of teardrop. Yeah. Isn't it like a teardrop? Yeah. And they uh, they take off across country. Oh yeah. They're, they're kind, of, foot, kind of like a cucumber. Yeah, every foot there'll be one of those. So the the production is huge, and you yeah. plant, you pick them when they're small, but they'll get to be watermelon size. And I've never seen a big one. Yeah, they I, I got the, the seeds from the big one. <laughs> uh, let a, I let a couple of them grow. Do they get bigger than watermelon? Small watermelon? Yeah. Wow. That big. I never thought about how big they would get. But they, these are the. Thing, you know where you you mow your lawn and then the next week you come back and it's gone out there eight foot into the lawn. <laughs> so so you're real careful about it for the first couple of times and then after you've had tatuma squash or even or summer squash after you've had the squash for about three weeks you say i'm just mowing that baby down. <laughs> <laughs> that, the, the part that's in the garden is enough, you know. I don't need to. I don't need to you, eat that. You don't carefully every, put it back into yeah. the garden. Huh? Hey, we got Ray on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Hi, Ray. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? I, uh, Ray, I, you there? I don't hear Ray. Hello. Okay. Oh, there's there Ray. What's going on, Ray? Hear me? Let me help you. Yes, sir. Can you hear me now? Okay. Can yeah, you, can you hear uh, me? Can you hear yeah, me, Ray? I, I can hear you, sir. Ray, stop Ray. it, you two. Ray, can you Just hear me? Stop it. Okay. Go, yeah, Ray. Ray. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on the uh, garage out, uh, the phone out in the garage, so maybe that's the oh, problem. You're okay. okay. You're okay. okay. Can you hear me, uh, Ray? Well, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Let Ray go. <laughs> well, listen, uh, uh, Dr. Parsons, you and I talked about, I don't know, three, four weeks ago about uh, cucumber plants that I was growing in containers. Um, right. Uh, 
uh, and SMR 58s, and I've got one container that's got nat, two net. These containers are about 26 or 28 inches long and about 16 to 18 inches wide, so they're 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 plenty good, you know, for two summer plants per container. And I've got cages that they're that they're you know going up and they're spiraling up and I'm starting to get a lot of blooms. Uh, I'm giving them Espoma, um uh, fertilizer. Good. And then they all seem to be doing good except two that are in the same container. That here's the weird thing: all all the other all the other cucumbers are you know shooting straight up to the sun with their leaves flat out. Okay. One container with two plants, SMR 58s. The vines are curling downward, and the leaves, of course, are following the the, the direction of the vine. So they're they're facing downward. I, I mean, and, and the plant looks semi healthy. Other than that, uh, and, and so I'm just wondering: is that like a virus of some sort that I just need to pull them up? It's, not, it's, not it sounds like a, either virus or a herbicide. How's the no. how's the drainage on that one? Is it as uh, good as the other? Same as the other. It's the same as the other container. So I, I can't imagine. Uh, I thought about that. You, you know, too much more. Yeah, sure. you dug uh, you dug in there and looked for sure. Well, no, I didn't dig down in there because the plants are so big. I didn't want to disturb the roots. Um, yeah. But I can tell you that they've all received the same amount of water uh, in terms yeah. of rain rainfall. Um, because they're all next to each other. Uh, I've, I've got uh, um, the uh, what do they call the the, the, uh, the tiles uh, that you can buy the, the big bricks. Um, yeah, the drainage tile. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're in containers that I drilled quite a few holes through, um, and I've got pine bark mulch over the top of them. And like I said, four of the containers, man, they're just those plants are just taken off. I haven't got any pickles yet, but got some good blooms. <laughs> I, noticed, I, I noticed a bee on one of the plants early in the morning uh, about two days ago. So there's bees around here, so that's a good sign. But yeah. I'm just I'm concerned about that one container. I'm thinking, should I just pull that damn thing up and and start planting some dill in that thing? Because that's what I'm going to do is try and make some pickles. Yeah, so. that's, that's what I would do if, if, the, if the leaves are distorted the way you're talking about. Well, they're not distorted. They're just they're curled downward. They're not spread out and looking at the sun. You know what I'm saying? Um, Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're because the vine. You haven't had any herbicide around there, have you? Or sprayed any grass or weed killer? No, no, not at all. Um, And it it would have affected, I would think, more than just that one container because they're all next to each other. They're about each one is about a foot apart. Each container is about a foot apart, so uh, they've got plenty of room to vine out and up the cages, okay. which are six foot tall. So um, now I'm a little concerned about those two. I'm thinking, you know, the, uh, the only problem that I've had is powdery mildew, and I've started using the Serenade, uh, which I've gotten really good results so far. It's only been about three or four days, and I, I can start to see it disappear. And I've pinched off the leaves at the very bottom that were, you know, just pretty much wasted uh, because of that powdery powdery mildew. Uh, But powdery mildew, I don't think, would cause. And and here's the thing: 
plant the plant with the leaves facing downward and the vines curling downward doesn't have any powdery powdery mildew on it at all. It it it, it it's next to the other ones, <laughs> so it's resistant to powdery mildew for some reason. I don't know why, but um, I'm thinking it's got to be some sort of virus or something. And so it, if I were to pull those up and plant some dill plants, uh, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. I mean, I mean, they wouldn't. They wouldn't have the same problem. The, the dill plants would not have the same. The problem. dill plants would not. Yeah. yeah. So go go ahead and follow that philosophy. Now I'm I'm worried that you've got uh, young, actively growing with mildew cucumbers with mildew. Uh, well, um, usually mildew is a sign of a, of a slow growing, weak plant material. No, mine are not. They are just they're. Now, is the mildew on the older leaves or just on the older leaves and not on the young, young, vigorous leaves that are growing? Correct. Just on the very lowest leaves, I started to okay. notice that okay. white powdery okay. mildew. That's, so, that, that, that's right. And, and I, okay. I'm thinking of it, it's because of the weather. I, you know, I was at Fanex and I, I was talking to the boys there. Uh, Mike, he's a great guy, and 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 he said, yeah, it's this weather. Uh, just it's cloudy, and we get drizzle in the morning, and all this yeah. other stuff. And so um, I started using that serenade on there, and it's been about four days, and I can notice a difference. Uh, it, that powdery mildew, mildew is starting to disappear. It's still there. Okay. In some you probably you probably want to take. You probably want to take the most contaminated leaves, just, just remove those leaves from the plant. That's what I did. I, I pinched them off and uh, uh, the trash and washed my hands real good and uh, to make sure that, that those spores don't don't get spit around. But there you uh, go. Cause see, see the 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 powder of powdery mildew are actually spores. Right. So uh, and I they, they to do you. develop on the older things. leaves. They, they they do develop on the older leaves. Right, right. And that's where this is at. The younger leaves and the plant looks fantastic. Uh, it's okay, just, uh, take, take take the older leaves off as they develop powder mildew. Okay, keep flipping them off and, and right. uh, replace replace the ones that are curling downwards with, with dill, and I shouldn't with have dill. a problem. That'll work. Okay. They gotta have, that'll you work. you got to have dill for those pickles anyway. Huh? You gotta have deals for those pickles anyway, right? That's right. I make a saltwater brine pickle um, in a, in a jar that I don't know if you ever had those. Um, it's an old recipe that my mother gave me uh, many years ago before she died. But um, if you've ever made pickles in a saltwater brine with dill, you've never eaten a pickle before. I mean, that's just an excellent stuff. You got to keep it in the refrigerator. There's no preservatives. Um, you know, you got to eat them up. They won't last forever. It's not one of those things. But um, that's that's what I'm shooting for. I've tried store bought cucumbers in there. Yeah, okay. But you know, I want to try the pickling variety. So I've you know spent hundreds of dollars on on this because I want to get there again because that, those are some just just you know great pickles. I mean, that, they're just nothing okay. better. Okay. Well, good. Thanks, Ray. Okay. Bye, thank Ray. you so much. You take care. All right, 308-8867. Here you go. I'm going to give you the mic. 308-8867. Who's this nice gentleman walking Does up? he know anything about roses? I don't know. I don't know. He, he talks about them all over town, but I, I don't know. Yellow. 
<laughs> I know all you taught me, Doctor Drew. <laughs> Wait a minute! <laughs> oh dear! Don't hey, put that on he, me. He can't be an expert because he's not as ornery as Jackie. Uh, I know it. No, what? So introduce this next gentleman. Yeah, y'all doing okay? Ed, Ed Bradley. Oh, okay. Hey there, Ed. Yeah. yeah. We're doing okay. How's uh, the event going with uh, people coming over? Good. Got a good crowd today. Good. Good. Now, what are you wimps got that good tent over there stuff. for? Huh? What are you wimps have got that tent over there for? Oh, we didn't put it up. Somebody put it up for us. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that's smart. Nice, huh? No, it's yeah, it's easy good. to identify in case it does yeah. get drizzly like, yeah. that you're under you're protected. Very good. Very comfortable yeah. over there. Yeah. I hate I hate to break you know change the conversation to roses, but oh. what, what is everybody asking about? Roses? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Go back to talking about tents. Just, just about all of them, I guess. Uh, no, they've got a good good variety, good selection, and they're getting some of all of them, yeah. Good. Yeah. And they got some pretty roses by you guys as I walked over there from the, the parking lot. Yeah. Some beautiful really, roses. Really good stock, good stuff this year. What, I noticed they had several yeah, new yellows over there that yeah, I've never got seen. got some new yellows. we got a new... Called Sunny Sundays. It's a it's a new kind of a sunset color, but it's a yellow with a orange red center on it. Ooh, yeah, that's pretty. Nice. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. What about fragrant roses? It's fragrant too. Oh, yeah. Gosh, Most wow. of those, some of those over there are very fragrant. You see, well, Mr. Lincoln is, you know, it's an old rose, but it's uh, very fragrant and still people still love it. Of it's, it's red, right? Hmm? What's the color of it, Mr. Lincoln? Red. Mr. Red. Lincoln yeah. is red. Deep, deep red. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and fragrant. Yeah. So, what kind of what do you have a, a? Do you see a pattern in some of the questions that you're getting? Uh, well, mostly just how to keep them healthy and how much water do they need. That's a, everybody seems to be concerned about the amount of water oh, okay. they're going to need. So you know, that that's an issue that they're all concerned about. But uh, you know, roses don't require any more water than most other plants, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing, same landscape, part of your landscape. So, and um, if I have a Belinda's dream that's gotten very tall and is kind of, yeah, I guess leggy, um, how do you trim it? You were supposed to trim it earlier. I know. Yeah, you yeah, wouldn't yeah, trim yeah. it when you were supposed to trim it. I had a lady it. that just just went through that with me. Yeah, I told her to let it bloom, clean it up, cut out anything that's dead or dying and twiggy and growing to the inside. Leave the big canes. They probably got flower buds on them. Let it bloom. Enjoy the blooms, and then, and then cut it back some. You're not okay. as severe as you would have if you'd have done it in the middle of February when you should have. But still, cut it back. Pretty good. Okay. It'll come back. It'll okay. survive. Yeah, most roses survive pruning. I've never seen anybody kill one by pruning it. Yeah, especially uh, Belinda's dream. Yeah, yeah. So they'll grow. Oh, did you guys? Did you get ask for a? Uh, what are we using now for most rose growers using for fungicide and for insecticide? Fungicide. Uh, Still try I, I just use a typical ortho dacanil and follow on to that with trifurene, uh, you know, that's commonly available here. I can also, you can also get products like Banner Max or Honor Guard over the Internet and some other uh-huh. More yeah. more potent things, but they're more expensive, but they last longer. Insecticides, what's? Insecticides, I still fall back to the old malathion, orthene, acephate, of course, yeah. is old orthene, but that seems to be the 
the most common insecticide is asaphate these days. Uh huh. Is there anything? Yeah. Anything that uh, organic gardeners are and been we used successful a lot of, with? We used a lot of neem oil since since February. Started spraying with neem oil, you know, for black spot and uh-huh. scale. And so that's a long. You yeah. Get now in there it's kind of getting warm enough that we have to stop using it, but it's still a good disease control. Plain old neem oil, yeah. I should have brought a picture. Do y'all do take questions from emails? From who? Emails? Can I email? Oh you? yeah, yeah. All right, because we have a an old-fashioned rose. It's and I don't know what it's. Pink flower, just opens like this, not like a Belinda's dream or anything. Yeah. And it was planted when the person first bought the house, so it goes back to the, I'm guessing the 70s. And it was promised that we would continue to take care of it. Yeah. But it's looking terrible. It just got three blooms on it, and it looked good for a while, and now it just looks, yeah, it just got nothing going for it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if there's a way to kind of. Are the leaves? Are the leaves? Has some effective? leaves, but not a lot. Hmm. Yeah. I'll bring a picture. It's, yeah. Is, 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 is there a lifespan for roses, or? Well, if they get or, near you, they're obviously. Well, she, <laughs> Laura, Laura takes care of it, so she's just upset because it's not, not. It yeah. just looks terrible. Yeah. Uh, is it a climber? No, and I know you'd recognize it. Pink, oh, it pink, sounds like a Katie robe. Pink flower, uh, real flat. flat. Not very many layers. Yeah, flat bloom. No, not very. If one layer, maybe. Oh, oh, single single bloom. Yeah. Okay. I'll bring a picture tomorrow. I know you guys won't be here, but I'll, yeah. and I'll email you. You said old blush. If it was old blush, yeah. it'd be coming back vigorous, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Should we prune it? Should we show it? Should we get your that. advice before we do anything? Yeah, do that. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll bring a picture yeah. in the email. Yeah. All righty. Okay, well, cool. Guys. Well, thank you. Well, good. Let me invite everybody to our rose show. Well, good. April 22nd, San Antonio Garden Center. Okay, about a month away. And open to the public from uh, Wandville uh, from about noon till 3.30. Are there classes in addition to the competition? There will. Oh, the competition classes? Yeah. We've got uh, 60-something classes in our row show. Oh, no, no. How about teaching people? Education. Oh, education. Oh, oh, education. Yeah, we'll have a seminar at 2 o'clock. Start at 2 o'clock. What? In the garden center. Just about growing or showing roses? What? Everything. General, everything general about growing roses, yeah. A to Z. Okay. Be good. Very Sounds cool. Good. Thanks, okay. Ed. And your website if folks want more information on the event? SARoseSociety.org. Cool. Thank you, Ed. Nice Thank job. Thank you. All righty. No All right. rosette showing up yet, right? What? No rose no, rosette no, showing no up. No What's a rosette? That that's uh, that's uh, that disease that's oh good wiping them out in Dallas. All right, here we're gonna, we'll take a question on the air. You help her out. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Thanks, Ed. Abigail is on the line. Hi there, Abigail. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Just fine. How can I, we help you? I have a question. Okay, I have a question about my grass. I had beautiful Bermuda grass, but this year. Um, my my front yard is divided in half with a you know sidewalk. One side has completely it's gone dead. It's dead. If I move the grass with my um, with my foot, I see dirt. Nothing sticking to it. It's so, all like grubs. Yeah. yeah now we're well, talking Saint Augustine grass, right? Right. Yes. Or I, um, grass. I, yeah, I went to the garden shop down the street. And she told me to go dig 
uh, a hold on it to see if I saw any um, anything moving or any warmth in there. I see. I don't see anything on it. She said she has never seen anything like that. She said she said it was too uh, cold for uh, for the warmth. So she didn't know what what it was. So well, I if I'm hearing if I'm hearing you right, you said when you when you pick up the grass, it's not attached to the ground. No, right. right. Okay, that that has to be grub worms. Mm. And that 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 happened a while back. In other words, mm-hmm. grub worms are now uh, uh, worried about going turning into June bugs. Uh-huh. So uh, there, there's no way you can bring it back. I, I would recommend that you go ahead and uh, resod those dead areas. Uh-huh. Okay. And yeah. uh, over here, you're here in San Antonio, I assume. Correct. And so, um, and you, these these pots are not big. Are they're not uh, large areas? Are they? So you need only. A couple of uh, blocks of, of grass to, to fill in. Whether rake well, the dead, rake the dead grass away, and then resod it with uh, uh, some some floor tam or some regular Saint Augustine grass. Okay. Should I just remove it and just uh, sod it? Just do the whole because the whole area is not just little areas on it. I mean, it is a whole. Half of the yard, it's dead. Whole half of is the that, yard is dead. Yes. And that you you can rake it rake it back, and it's not attached. It's not attached. Okay, that's grubs. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. And then and then in June, after you resod, uh, you you might want to treat for grubs. For grub worms. All right. Okay. But uh, you just have to rake rake the the dead grass away, the debris away, and then in the bare areas, uh, resod. Okay. All righty. And okay. I assume, do, okay. do you have do you have uh, do you have a lot of shade trees around there, or is it full sun? It's no. The half of the yard has. To, I mean, I have a large tree. And that area is dead, but on the other side where there's sunny, uh, it's dead also. So I, half of it is sunny and half of it is shade. And both sides, both areas are dead. Okay, I'd go ahead and, like I said, rake it, rake it out and then use a, you put a, resod it. Resod it? Okay. Yes, ma'am. That's what I'll do then. Okay. Thanks, Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, we're going to take a quick break, back. and when we come back, Trace is going to tell us what's going on in the nursery. A lot of people in here, Trace. We'll be, b- <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. This weekend, it's the first weekend of Millburgers Anniversary Celebration. Millburgers is celebrating 39 years of providing San Antonio gardeners with the plants 
products and professional advice they need to create a wonderful garden. And if you know anything about Millburgers, you know the anniversary is the time to save. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find savings on Texas superstar roses like Belinda's Dream, Grandma's Yellow, Red, Pink, and Sunny Delight knockout and double knockout roses, all on sale in the two-gallon container for just $16.88. This weekend, you'll save on begonias, $0.98 cents each in the 4-inch pot. Impatience, $0.88 cents each in the 4-inch pot. Boston Hanging Ferns, Blue Plumbago, Herbs, Meyer Lemon, and Mexican Lime. You'll save 60%. They're on sale in the 12-inch pot for just $15.88. You'll find these and more on sale at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Happy anniversary! Great news for students of the Bible. Northeast Bible Church hosts Dallas Theological Seminary's extension site in San Antonio. If you're interested in studying all 66 books of the Bible and earning your master's degree from DTS, you're invited to the seminary preview day on Saturday, March 25th at Northeast Bible Church in Garden Ridge, Texas. You'll learn about the $1,000 new student scholarship, sit in on a class, and have lunch with a professor. For details or to register, go to dts.edu slash San Antonio. That's dts.edu slash San Antonio. This Saturday afternoon at 5, tune in for Senior Care Chats, presented by Senior Care Centers. Kelly Brennan will entertain you as they educate you on issues and topics that matter most to seniors and their families. Saturday afternoons at 5 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Have a spring break blast with Laser Legends 7 Heaven. This week only, amazing discounts on unlimited play of laser tag, glow golf, or juke and box laser maze. Starting at just 7 bucks. Join the crew and down some zombies with the smash hit arcade game Walking Dead. Purchase our three-hour unlimited play package and get our limited edition 2017 Fiesta Metal for just $1. Find us at laserlegend.com or at 1604 and Lookout Road. Laser Legend Entertainment at the speed of light. And now, a word from Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. Hi, I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. And we at Bob Jenkins say safety is our first concern. As stewards of the environment, we believe in protecting the ecosystem by defending and protecting your home from pests and keeping your lawn healthy and weed-free. Wait a minute. I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services, and we take pride in our customer service and have for over 30 years. It's no wonder we at Bob Jenkins have won the Super Service Award 10 years in a row. I'm sorry, but I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. When you call me, Bob Jenkins, we'll find and fix the problem you're having. If it's rodents, insects, stinging bugs, or if you need help killing weeds and bringing your lawn back to life. Call Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services today and get $20 off your initial pest control service. And ask about the mosquito treatment special. 210-979-PEST-JenkinsPest.com. I'm Bob Jenkins, and I approve of this message. Start your Sunday morning with inspiration, motivation, education, and a whole lot of information, but never any manipulation. I'm Rick Hughes, host of The Floodline. Join me every Sunday morning at 6.30 here on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hugh Hewitt sees a new horizon for American businesses. A lot of Americans are beginning to hire in anticipation of repealing the 50-employee number in the uh, Obamacare. Obamacare has been killing the economy for eight years. Like a big, wet blanket on someone trying to move. Like uh, running a race with 50-pound weights around your leg. That's what a business owner has had to deal with with Obamacare, and it's almost gone. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8. On 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. 
on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 308-8867, 308-8867. Hey, Trace, what's going on? Well, it's a, it's a beautiful a, day in the neighborhood. Yeah. you actually get from to, Mr. Rogers there. You get to take a break by coming up and talking to us. You've been busy. I've been running around with my head cut off. It's yeah. a beautiful day. we still got lots of color, and uh, we want to see you. Yeah, that, no, not uh, you, but them. That's okay. They see me all right. <laughs> okay. Um, lots of great things on sale. Goodness gracious. And we couldn't even keep you. You had to tell you how busy it is. The plant of the weekend is gone. It is. Well, before both, you, before, both of them. Yeah, you had a I backup. Had, I had backup, and then it's gone, too. Before well, you I got, still have two left of the Ligustrum, but uh, that's not a whole lot worth talking about. But there, for everybody out there, there is a new Ligustrum out that has a uh, Martha Stewart green is what I call that leaf. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's much smaller than the, the traditional wax leaf Ligustrum, closer to what a variegated privet would be. Uh, the green inside is is relatively dark, and then the outside is that, that lime green. And it didn't get very big. It was only going to be like a four- or five-foot grower. Hmm. So I thought it was going to be really interesting to talk about, but <laughs> and it still is, I guess. Yeah. But I'll, I'll have some more in hopefully this coming week, and All we right. can do that one next week. So uh, do you have a plan C and D for tomorrow? Uh, no, <laughs> I'll, I'll have a C by tomorrow. Okay. All right. Well, that'll be fun. Do you have, uh, didn't you tell me the other day that you had... Uh, Blue Angels, uh, is in. There's a few down there. Um, Solo. So. Well, I have to go see which colors are left. I saw some young ladies this morning. They left with a whole cart of Althea. All right. But we still have plenty. I just can't remember. I can't tell you whether Blue Angels down there. Okay. Yeah, that that's fine. Althea from uh, Tennessee that uh, green leaf is growing. The nursery green leaf. Well, goodness, what are we going to talk about if we don't talk about the plant of the weekend? Weekend, weekend, weekend. I tell you, that that citrus is uh, that citrus is nice. That, and uh, the uh, the limes and the lemons are on sale for probably the cheapest price on limes and lemons that I've ever seen in a in a retail nursery in San Antonio. That's that's true. Uh, we we went. We were, I was saying all during the. One minute I walked by, I guess it was Wednesday, there was 60, yeah. and then within, not, not even an hour later, I walked by, and there was zero. <laughs> so I scrambled, and we got uh, 275 in. Good. So we, we should be able to make it. I got more coming Monday. Uh, Is that right? Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, they, they were long on those, so I guess that's why the price is so cheap but if you know like, we're just I, we're just that good y'all are just that good we are huh? just that good <laughs> but i'm 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 the i'm talking to people around the lemons uh, that lemon is impressing me uh, because uh, how it comes back through the cold temperature i'm almost, i'm almost willing to say that we have we haven't had a i can't remember a lemon uh being killed in the last five years, five to six years, now they've been well, burned back. Now you you need to come and spend some more time in the nursery. They have been killed. Uh, we have we've been re- we haven't been replacing customers have now been lime. replacing their lemons. The limes are, are gone. I'm I'm 99 percent sure that's why they're moving so fast. Good price, yeah. and everybody lost or not everybody, most everybody lost theirs. Okay. And they're not willing to wait till they sprout from the ground. That's a po- that's a possibility. Yeah. 
But uh, those are beautiful plants for that for that price. Like I said, that's the best price on lemons and limes that I've seen in in ever in San Antonio. So uh, uh, this is this is a time to get your lemon and lime. And uh, if you've been listening, you know that you may want to come here sooner than later. I have more coming Monday. I know, but But still, there's still. uh, If you wanted to get on this weekend, maybe a hundred limes left, and probably 150 lemons. Okay, we should we should be good. I think tomatoes look good. (laughs) People are still buying tomatoes. People are still buying them, yeah. And everybody wants. Dwarf Cherry Surprise. Is that right? Yep. <laughs> so 968. I, I promise you I will buy every 968 oh, that's available <laughs> in this uh, town. That's not good for the other nursery, Trace. They don't, they don't, they don't, they don't make my paychecks. <laughs> we were, you got to share. Right. My, my mother always told me that, but I always told Mr. Wessler, I said you need to share, and he'd look, give me that look of his, and like <laughs> he, he didn't say go to hell, but uh... <laughs> no, but he had that smirk on. <laughs> That's right, he did have a smirk. I always had that. His, his, his lips would get a little crooked and. I, I, I said, feel the compassion for the other nurseries. He said, no, this, this is business. This is business now. We don't we don't do compassion in business, especially for the competition. But uh, that guy walking out with two of the citrus. Yeah, he got recognizes the deal. <laughs> but anyway, anyway uh, people are still buying tomatoes. We're working we're working on a new tomato deal, Trace. All right. Um, it, it's not it. It didn't turn out the way I wanted it to, but it's it's going to be an interesting. Uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting tomato deal. They they we've got a tomato that was developed in Florida that's supposed to taste better and more nutritious than any other tomato on the market. It's called Tasty Lee. Sounds like a subjective contest to me. Yeah, to call Tasty Lee. So, uh, so, and this year, this year, of course, you know, we got the new rode- the rodeo tomato, which a lot of people have already planted. Uh, uh, AGM uh, eighteen twenty three. Very good. And uh, so, they a lot of people have already got that. Well, the Tasty Lee transplants will be available in. Uh, in the uh, first part of April, first part of April, because we just direct, we just seeded them last week, and so and they're supposed to taste good too. And this this uh, HM 1823, uh, they claim tastes good. Is that going is that going to give us enough time to get production? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's so supposed it's, to be a heat setter. Short day heat setter. That's good. Supposed to be a heat setter, and it's a. Well, in the old days, we used to say. Plant your tomatoes in April first. Yeah, yeah, that, that's <laughs> that's gone by the wayside. I think this uh, year. Although I checked one of my old articles, and I March fifteenth. Yeah, 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 that's that's for for years. That's yeah. what we said, March fifteenth. And uh, we're we're a little earlier than that this year. And uh, I I think it's, it's March fifteenth. Yeah, seventeenth. 18th now. 18th. 18th. Yeah, it's, we just had our 
uh, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, we'll uh, that that new tomato came up, so, and I thought it, we would give give our audience an opportunity to grow and and uh, test in their own garden to see well, if these uh, I will are be, I, good tasting tomatoes. I, I will be the first one to uh, to have them for retail. I'm sure. I know. But uh, we don't want you to have them all, Trey. <laughs> well, then don't tell me how many there are. <laughs> hey, you know, we had Ed Bradley and the Rose Society people are here. Jackie Clark called in to say hello to everybody. Oh, I heard hey, you Jackie on the she, phone. So. She said, yeah, she sent a, a photo of a damaged rose, which looked like herbicide damage to me. So I uh, had a chance to say it. I said, told her I would tell you all hello. Okay. Me. Good. All right, we got to wrap up, uh, Trace. So, so tomorrow we'll get you here early and find out about the plant. Oh, plan C. The plan C, plant of the week and day. Plant of the Sunday, day, day, go. day. Yes. All right, we'll say goodbye for today. Yeah, don't forget, come on out and uh, enjoy uh, Millburgers big anniversary sale and celebration here at 1604 on Bull Road, and get those citrus ASAP. Back in uh, a day, 24 hours on Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Thanks to Roy for doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. The 9:30 a.m. The answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>